Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Daylina Human Design Podcast. This is Dana and Shayna, and we are recording this morning in our kimonos. Just had a big cup of cacao, and Shayna's holding this like insane, amazing, beautiful Lemurian crystal that she just got. Mm-hmm. It's giving me vibes. Because <laughs> normally we, we record remotely, like in separate places, and so it's always interesting when we're actually together because then we can see what we're doing <laughs> like <laughs> I'm always holding some crazy crystal and, mm-hmm. but we're always both in our kimonos no matter what mm-hmm. but um yeah it's funny to be together and now we can both just be vibing on this insane Lemurian crystal and if you guys don't know what a Lemurian crystal is look it up they're so beautiful and so powerful um And apparently they call to you and like Mm -hmm. find you if Mm -hmm. they have like information specific for you. So um, I encourage you guys to just, I don't know, look that up and see if you feel called Mm -hmm. to get one or even just go be around one or go Mm -hmm. shop for one. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. The first time that I saw Lemurian Crystal, I felt 100% specifically drawn to like all of them, but then especially this one. Mm-hmm. And then I, they had this little book there about how to meditate with them. And they have these like um, horizontal striations on the side. And the book says that if you rub your finger along mm-hmm. that as you meditate, like you can kind of feel the like energy or specific message that's kind of within the energy of this crystal kind mm-hmm. of go into you. And I just think they're so cool and mm-hmm. so powerful. Like you can feel them the second you're around one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which all that sounds super woo woo, <laughs> but at the same time, like I feel it mm-hmm. and it resonates for me. Yeah, totally. Um, it's so funny. Um, okay, but anyways, side that was a side note. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about how to decipher a human design chart. So I know a lot of you guys out there are kind of looking into this and wanting to be able to read your own chart a little bit more and to be able to read your friend's chart a little bit more. And when you first look at your human design chart and you pull it up, you're like, what is all of this mean? (laughs) Like, I remember my first time, like all the arrows and lines and numbers. And I was just like, I know that there's amazing things in here, but I don't know what it means. Yeah. So we kind of want to walk you guys through the chart today and explain what all the things are and Mm -hmm. why they're there and what they mean. Um, So we're really excited to share that information with you guys. Mm -hmm. But before we do, I just kind of wanted to talk about real quick, this holiday season is here and Shane and I are super, super busy with (laughs) life and family stuff and all the things. And I know a lot of you guys are too. And I kind of just wanted to talk about the idea of being on this journey of self-improvement and of living in alignment, living by your design and 
being super busy in the real world with physical obligations and financial obligations and having, you know, work and play and all the things at once. And I just kind of wanted to say that in this time, you might feel that it's kind of hard for you to really, really, truly take care of yourself and honor your design at all times. Like, for example, we're projectors and we have definitely been working more than we usually do and more than we feel like we want to for our design. And sometimes that happens. And I just kind of want to be encouraging to people to be easy on yourself during this time. And if things get a little busy for you and you're kind of pushing yourself a little harder than normal, the most important thing is to not judge yourself and to not Mm -hmm. feel like I'm doing a bad job because I'm not living by my design in this crazy busy time. Um, Of course, the idea is to have awareness of how you can live by your design and awareness of what's ideal for you. You know, if you're a projector, it really is ideal for you to be working three to four hours a day consistently or a bunch in one day and then take a whole day off. And if you're not doing this at that this moment, the most important thing is to just say, I'm patient with myself. I love myself exactly where I am in my journey. And the fact that I have the awareness of what I want to do in the future is such a beautiful step ahead. And to just mm-hmm. really be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that goes for generators or mangens or reflectors as well. Um, and just, you know, you might be doing things that you don't necessarily love to do <laughs> that aren't hell yeses for you or things that you should do to prepare for the holidays or should do to, you know, prepare for your family or people coming over or taking care of people that are already there. Um, and just like Dana said, you know, um, just having that awareness of, of, what you are doing that does light you up and what you are doing that doesn't and what you are doing that is a should and what you are doing that is because you genuinely want to. And just having that awareness alone doesn't mean that you're going to now not do any of the shoulds during this crazy busy time. Um, It just means that you are conscious and you are aware and you are um, loving yourself by having this awareness. Um, And that's really the most important thing here. So During this time, we did want to open this conversation with just a few grounding breaths, just that way we can all kind of connect together and tap in and just kind of take a moment for ourselves to just be here right now in this moment. Mm -hmm. So I invite you wherever you are to either sit down or close your eyes, or if you're driving, just kind of relax in your body Release any tension you're holding in your shoulders or in your neck. And I invite you to take a big, deep inhale. Letting your belly rise as it fills up with air. And exhale. Imagining all of the tension leaving from your body. Another inhale. Feeling yourself connect to the inner spark within you. And exhale, releasing any stress or anything you're holding on to. Another big, deep inhale. And exhale. And I invite you in this space to feel your G-center right in the center of your chest. Feel your heart beating in your physical body. 
but also feel the energy that's there, the love that's there, that guides you and connects you to your life, connects you to your loved ones, connects you to the things that you love to do in this beautiful world. And I invite you to breathe in gratitude into that G-Center heart space. We are so grateful to be here, living in this world, connected to the flow of all life, experiencing love, experiencing living in this physical world. And I invite in for all of us listening, support from each other, from our highest self, and from the universe. We are all supported in our path and we are loved by all of life. And as we live here, we are divinely guided and protected and supported by the whole universe and by divine love. Wherever you are, I invite you to take another deep breath, this time kind of coming back to your normal self. And um, thank you for taking that moment for yourself and with us mm-hmm. in the busy times like this. Those little moments really yeah. go a long way, connecting yourself back to your center. Yeah, they really do. Thank you for that. I mm-hmm. feel like we all needed it, or at least speaking for myself, I really needed <laughs> it. <laughs> um, so this episode today is really important because um, it's just to help you guys um be able to, you know, know what you're looking at when you're looking at your body graph chart. And also, you know, we, we do a lot of readings and before people come in, um, so that way we can get to the juicy stuff in your chart. It is helpful to know this information. So that way you kind of have a little bit of an understanding of what we're looking at and where we're pulling this information from. And, um, you, I still really recommend getting a reading by anyone that you're resonating with. And, um, that way you can understand the different energetic gifts. We're not going to go into like details of each gate and what every channel means, but we are going to go into what everything means as a whole and how it all works together to create a map or a roadmap of your energetic body. Um, which is super fascinating. And then that way you can share it with family and friends during this holiday season. If you are not a projector, (laughs) but if you are a projector, I would still wait for that invitation. (laughs) So um, let's just start right at the top of the chart. If you're looking at your chart, um, we recommend going to mybodygraph.com or you can go to jovianarchive.com and there you can print off a chart that um or download a chart that shows kind of everything all at once it's not going to show your rave mandala but it's going to show your type your definition strategy all of the stuff at the top of your chart and then it's going to show you all of your numbers and channels and everything like that Mm -hmm. yeah and if you um are looking at the version with the whole rave mandala kind of go to the other version that has the things listed out because that's really what we're going to be talking about it's the zoomed in version Um, So basically, the first thing we want to explain to you guys, if you're looking at your chart, 
is the written categories that say your type, your definition, all of that stuff. So, um, and first of all, when you're getting your chart, just so you guys know, it is very important to have your specific birth time information. Mm -hmm. So even just being a few minutes or an hour off can really change things. So before you're diving into human design and getting your friends charts for them, just be really, um, cognizant that that birth time is really important for it to be really precise. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, you're going to have information that probably won't feel right or it'll feel misaligned with you. And that's Mm -hmm. probably because it's incorrect Mm because you have the wrong birth time. Um, So once you have your chart up with the correct birth time, you'll see on the top, it says type, and that is your energy type. So every single human is one of the five energy types And those types each have their own specific aura. So your type there is explaining your energy type. Mm -hmm. And then across from that, you'll see your profile. And then you'll have two numbers. So the one I'm looking at says five slash one. You might be a two slash four or a one slash three. And that profile is your personality type. And the first number is your conscious side of your personality that you would be aware of. And then the second number is your subconscious personality side that other people would really see in you. And then when you add those two together, it creates a personality archetype. And there are 12 different archetypes that every single human is one of the 12. So whichever one you're seeing there is your specific profile. Mm -hmm. And then um, when you go down underneath type, you'll see definition And that really is about how your energy is connecting throughout your chart. If there's any splits in your energy where it's not connecting all the way through um, from your centers, or if your single definition where it does all connect through, and that's really about how you process information. It's about how you take in conditioning from other people and about how you find fulfillment when you are connecting with other people. So um, we'll go into that in more detail in another episode about what all the definitions mean. And we definitely talk about this, you know, your specific definition during a reading. But for example, if you're single definition, that means that your energy centers that are defined are all connected by channels. And there's no energy centers that are kind of separate from the other ones. Um, So that means that you don't necessarily feel like you need to rely on other people or feel like someone else might complete you. You feel very self-sufficient and and connected and solid within your own energy. It also means that you process information really quickly because your energy is flowing through the centers um, on your own. It's not relying on other people around you to connect that information through your centers. So it goes into a lot more detail with all the different definitions, but there is single definition, split, triple split, and quadruple split, and then no definition, which would be a reflector. So um, there are quite a few, and we'll go into those in more detail later. And then across from that, you have your authority, which we've talked about that a lot on this podcast. And um, If you want to know more about the authorities, go back to our authority episode and we talk about each one in depth, but your authority is how you make decisions. So everyone has a a decision-making center within their body 
And um, you can have emotional authority. And that means that your decision-making comes from your solar plexus and you need to give yourself time for decisions. You can have sacral authority where you are making gut decisions of a yes or no in the moment. Um, You can have splenic authority where you're trusting your intuition in the present moment now. Um, You can be like me where you have G-Center authority and you have to talk it out and just hear your (laughs) own voice for a while to understand what you're feeling and thinking. So um, your authority is just how you make decisions and it's a really important part of your chart. So even if you just know that alone, um, you can look at your body graph information and just say, okay, I'm this type. And you can go back and listen to one of the type episodes, or you can say, I'm, I have this authority. This is how I make decisions. And you can go back and listen to the authority episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were the big ones on the top there. Um, and so if you go down, you'll see strategy and strategy is a course connected to your type. So each one of the five energetic types has a specific strategy and your strategy and your inner authority. Those are the big ones here that if you're getting into human design without a reading, you can figure out what those mean and you can start doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course we think doing readings, like in our readings, we really help people understand how to apply that strategy to their life. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, for example, projector strategy is wait for the invitation or a generator strategy is to respond. And those might seem like pretty simple ideas, but you could be really misunderstanding it or kind of creating some other meaning from it than the true meaning that human design is Mm -hmm. talking about. So we definitely recommend um, looking into that more, not just creating your own meaning of wait for the invitation, because that's really, it's a very um, complex idea. Mm-hmm. So you can go back to, in all of the type episodes that we have, it explains the strategy for mm-hmm. that specific type, or you can book a reading. And then in our readings, we tell people exactly what it means for their life. And if they have any questions about it, mm-hmm. um, but that one is obviously a big one in everything that you do, you're supposed to apply your strategy and then you're supposed to use your inner authority to make decisions. Um, so those two are big on the top. And then if you come over, you'll see not self theme. And that is also connected to whatever energy type you are. Your not self theme is the feeling that you get when you are living out of alignment. Mm -hmm. So for all of the types, it's different. For a projector, for example, your not self theme is bitterness. And so anytime a projector feels bitter, they feel like, well, I could do this better than someone else, or I'm jealous of them, or they didn't give me recognition, kind of having that feeling. Mm -hmm. um, It's just a signpost to know when I experience that feeling, that is my not self. That is me not being myself. That mm-hmm. is me being out of alignment. Mm-hmm. So any um, time that you experience your not self theme, it's just a signpost to know I need to go back to my design and live by my design. And that means to go back to your strategy and authority. And then last on the top here, you'll see your incarnation cross which is kind of one of our personal favorite things on your chart because it's so powerful. But it um, is because of a combination of your four main gates, you have this, um, those four gates put together as kind of a life purpose. So these get really complex. 
Um, and we definitely recommend getting a reading for them or buying the book and looking up your cross of incarnation because they're so powerful. Um, but for these, it's really specific for each one because there's so many of them. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at the rest of your chart, that's where you can see your specific energy centers and your channels and your gates. So what does that mean, right? When you're looking at your chart all together, you see the different triangles or squares or diamonds um, within your body graph. And those are your energy centers. So similar to the Hindu chakra system, they're chakras that are processing and either um, receiving and transmuting energy, or they are giving off energy for other people to be receiving. And, um, when you start at the top, or actually I always start at the top, <laughs> but most people start at the bottom. So when you start at the bottom, um, the bottom center, there's your root center. And when you go up from that, that is your sacral center. And then to the left of that is your spleen center. To the right of your sacral center is your solar plexus center. And above that is your heart center. That's the little tiny triangle that's right above to the like upper left of your solar plexus. And then right above that is your G center. And that's the diamond center right in the center of your chest. And then above that is your throat center. And then your mind, uh, your Anja center is above that. And then at the very top is your head center. And that's where you're receiving um, pressure for inspiration. And so you have all these different centers and they process energy in a different way. Um, so it's just good to be really familiar with these centers and what they mean in your body. But when you're looking at this chart, you can kind of see, oh, okay, I have a colored in spleen or I have a colored in solar plexus or colored in root. And you can kind of just know that from this information of what each of those centers um, represents. Mm -hmm. And episode four in our podcast is all about the open centers. If you, has, if you haven't listened to that, I really recommend going back because knowing the open centers is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And any center that's white is open or undefined. And then any center in your body that's colored, people ask us a lot, does it matter what color it is? No. If it's colored at all, it's defined. If it's white at all, it's undefined or open. Um, mm -hmm. So you can just know that. You can look at that really quickly when you're looking at someone's chart. And then the way that you get that definition, the way that you get those things either defined or undefined comes from your gates. And so if you're looking at your body graph on the right hand side, you'll see a column of letters that goes down and it says personality on top. Um, and then if you're looking at the left, you'll see a column of letters that goes down and says design at the top. So those numbers that are listed in the columns on the side are all of your gates that are illuminated by the different planets and the sun and the earth and the moon and all of those things. So um, you'll see a number like the one I'm looking at right now. The first number is 38.5. Um, you're really just going to look at that first number. Don't mind the decimal point. That's kind of more in depth. But that first number 38, if you have that there in that first placement, then that means that the sun is illuminating gate 38 for you. And then in your body graph, you'll see 38 in one of the centers illuminated with a gate there. Mm -hmm. So all of those numbers on the right-hand side are your personality. And those are qualities and gifts and traits 
that you will feel and know that you exhibit. Mm -hmm. And then the ones on the left-hand side on your design, all of those numbers illuminate gates in your body graph that will have the red. And those are your design or your subconscious gifts, traits, and qualities. So those ones you might not necessarily be aware that you have these qualities innately. Um, but it's our job with human design to have awareness of it. And so that's kind of why the different gates and channels are either red or black. It's <laughs> because they're either personality or subconscious, and then they're black or red or both. Sorry, we're laughing because my dogs are like dying to be in on this conversation. And we had to put them in the garage because that's how <laughs> much they want to be on this podcast right now. So you guys all know and love my dogs, right? Yeah, that's what we choose to believe. <laughs> so um, when you're looking at your body graph, and you see these bold lines like whether they're black or red or they're striped and they're black and red that means that um like dana said if they're black they are conscious for you and if they're red then they are subconscious for you and if they're striped then they're both conscious and uh, subconscious for you so the black are traits that you are going to be like oh yeah i know that i do that i know that these are energetic gifts that i have i do that naturally um and the red are going to be things that you're like huh i didn't realize that i did that or i didn't realize that i could do that and it would be super easy for me and that i've been trying to get this result by forcing myself to be something else when really i could just lean into this gift that I have that I've been avoiding because of conditioning or whatever. Um, so when you're looking just right at your chart, you'll see um, either if there's two gates on either end that connect all the way through to a channel. So it's a full line connecting one center to another center. That means that you have those two gates um, illuminated by planets in your chart and the energy is flowing from one center to another. So for example, I'm looking at a chart right now and their solar plexus, gate 38, is illuminated, and their throat center, gate 35, is illuminated. And that means that the energy is flowing from gate 36 all the way up and connecting to gate 35. And so then their solar plexus and their throat are both colored in. And that's because energy is flowing from one center to the other. You will... If any time that you have a channel connecting one center to the other, those two centers will be defined. Um, and when a center is white, that means that it could have gates coming off of it that are illuminated, but they're not connecting all the way through to another center. And that's why it is white or undefined or open. Um, so the benefit, I guess, of knowing this information is just knowing, okay, if I see these black lines, those are energetic gifts that I know that I have. If I see these red lines, these are energetic gifts that I might not know that I have. And when I see them connect all the way through from one center to another, I can know, okay, I'm really powerful in this area. I'm really power. If my solar plexus is defined through this channel, I can say, okay, I'm really powerful with my emotions and I give off this emotional wave and this energetic gift, I want to find out what that means. And if you're really defined in your throat, you can say, okay, I'm, I have a very powerful voice and very powerful communication and ability to manifest. And you can just kind of know, looking at your chart right away from the color and the stripes and the lines, and just know where your power stands. Is it in your solar plexus? Is it in your spleen and your intuition? Um, 
and just kind of get that overall understanding. So that way, when you do get a reading or you are discussing it with people, um, you can then say, okay, I want to know my energetic gifts. I want to know what these channels and gates mean. I want to know how this all connects to create my overall energetic body. And it really is told in the story of what your gates mean and what your channels mean and how they're all complementing each other to create your specific chart because everyone's chart is different. Mm -hmm. And all of those big categories that we talked about earlier, your type, your authority, all of that is created because of these gates. So the gates are kind of the zoomed in smallest components, um, but they really are the thing The because of the way they connect or the way that they don't, that is what creates your energetic type mm-hmm. and um, your defined centers and thus your inner authority. So they're really complex. Um, there's 64 different gates and that are an option to have illuminated or not. And so the fact that some people inherently have certain traits, certain gates that they just are supposed to be this in this lifetime, it comes naturally to them. It's their job to lean into these gates and to lean into the highest expression of them. Um, and then there's going to be gates in your chart that you do not have illuminated and that are just white. Mm-hmm. And it's really important to know that you are not supposed to be those things in this lifetime mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You might be have those certain traits when you're around another person and they have those things defined and together you share in that energetic quality because mm-hmm. you're near each other. Um, but it really is all about understanding what things are defined for you, what gates and all of that are defined for you, and then what things you are not supposed to be in this lifetime and you can kind of just let go of and focus more on these are the things that I'm good at. These are the things that I'm here to display in the world. Mm -hmm. And how does this all play out, right? I mean, if you know your type and your strategy and your authority, what's the point of, you know, knowing your, your gates, right? If you live your strategy and your authority every day, you're going to naturally be in alignment. And I would say that the the point of knowing these gates is that there's a high vibration and a low vibration of everything in the world. There's a yin and yang to everything. And knowing what your energetic gifts are and how you can embody the highest vibration, the highest potential for that energetic gift, and how you can steer clear of the lowest vibration and kind of check yourself and say, oh, have I been embodying the lowest vibration of this energetic gift, let me now in this instant decide to transcend that and embody the highest vibration of that. And a good example of that would be, um, you know, one of the gates of influence. You can be somebody who is, that has this gate and they have the potential to lead by example and to, um, be really influential on people and really help be a cause for change in the world just by talking about what you're passionate about and um, living your truth. And naturally, people energetically are going to find you influential. And that's the highest vibration of it. The lowest vibration of that gate is to say, I'm better than other people. I need to make sure that I am perceived as above someone else. I need to make sure that I am um, looked up to because I know more and I can influence people and I'm a leader. So people need to look up to me and you can kind of let your ego get in the way. And that's the lowest vibration of that gate. So 
having that, that simple awareness, you can quickly just say, okay, in everything that I do, I choose to lead by example. I choose to just talk about what I'm passionate about because I don't have to try to influence people. It comes naturally just when I talk about what I'm passionate about. People will follow if it resonates for them and I will make my biggest impact that way. So just knowing that little bit of information suddenly makes you so much more aware of, oh, where in my life have I been trying to say that I'm like secretly, subconsciously say that I'm better than someone else mm -hmm. or say that I deserve more because I'm A, B, C, and D and they're not. Um, and instead, how can I just say, I'm just going to live my life by example and talk about what I love. Um, so it's that small shift and all of these gates have these small shifts that you can do to actively put this to practice. And we really recommend, um, you know, trying to live your strategy and authority for like a few months to a year and just say, okay, if you're a projector, I, every day I'm going to hone my skills every day. I'm going to wait for the invitation every day. I'm going to, um, practice on seeing what lights me up and then using my authority, whatever that is. And if you're, you know, a generator every day, I'm going to focus on whatever is directly in front of me and saying yes or no to that and really honoring my truth. Um, and if you just practice that for a while, you're going to naturally be getting into alignment. You're going to see your life shift. You're going to see things around you change to fit and match your energy that is now changing and shifting as well. And so that is really the first step. Strategy and authority and your type, 100% hands down, start there. But then once you're ready to go a little bit further in your awareness, we really recommend getting a reading, finding out what are the highest vibrations and things that you can embody with all of your gifts, because everyone has so many gifts. And what are the things that are the lowest vibration that you can say, oh, that's a signpost. Let me let me make sure I'm using what I have for the good of myself and other people. And then you can also say, okay, what is not mine? What is white in my chart that I maybe am trying to force myself to identify with? And what can I release and let go of? And how can I start deconditioning? So there's the, this process that you go through with human design and everyone is on their own journey with it, right? If you're on your journey with it, where you've been doing your strategy and authority for a while, and maybe your, your brother or sister or husband or wife um, or parents aren't, and maybe they're just kind of dipping their toes in the water, allow them to just take their time with it and using their strategy and authority if that resonates for them before jumping into all of these gates and channels, because it can be really overwhelming if you don't know anything mm -hmm. about human design. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And it's so true. Like a lot of times when I meet new people and show them their chart, um, the most important thing honestly, for someone to know the second they know their design is what's my type, what's my strategy, what's my authority, just like you were saying, and really understanding them because they're complex ideas and you could kind of take them in many different directions, but using them in the highest expression so that it's fully empowering and you're actually applying it to your life. Like that is a huge thing, just that right there that is so powerful and um, takes a lot of time to integrate into your life and to really have that be your way of being. Mm -hmm. um, but usually when I so show someone their chart, they're like, what does this line mean? What does this line mean? Why is this white? Like they want to know these nitty gritties of their chart. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of why we're telling you guys what it means today. Mm -hmm. But we also really want to encourage you that like all of this stuff will naturally play out. You'll naturally be the highest expression of these gates 
if you really embody your strategy and your authority. Mm -hmm. So it is so fascinating. It is so interesting. It is really helpful. Um, But it also can kind of be like this rabbit hole with human design. I feel like a lot of people, it's like, you want to learn more. You want to learn more. And there is so much to learn. It's such Mm -hmm. a um, complex science. But we really just want to encourage you guys that mastering your strategy and authority really will play out in all of the gates, all of the channels, Mm -hmm. all of your open centers naturally. So Mm -hmm. to just really know that it is really interesting. If you're interested, book a reading, buy a booklet that has the stuff in it, but just Mm -hmm. really allow yourself to really focus in on how you can live your strategy and authority. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, once you do that, then you kind of keep going further naturally into um, having and cultivating awareness of what all the channels and gates do mean. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't want you guys to think that like, you don't need to know what your channels and gates are, because I think it's really, really life-changing to know and have these affirmations of, I am this, like, I am really good at this. I'm really good at that. These are mine. These are not mine. Um, but it is, it is really important, like Dana said, to start with your strategy and authority. Um, and when you're looking at your chart, you can kind of now just have an overview of, oh, okay, the lines are my energetic gifts. The centers are my, where I'm pushing out energy and processing energy. And um, all the stuff on the top is really important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just kind of wanted to go back to, because someone asked me last night, how do we get this design? Right. And we've talked about this before, but just to kind of go over it quickly, um, all of the numbers on that right hand side column in the personality column that I said are illuminated by the planets, that is coming from the energy of the cosmos from the moment that you're born. So that personality side is coming from your birthday, that moment. How was the neutrino stream in the sky being affected and filtered by the energies of the planets? And then the one on the left-hand side is your design, and that's your subconscious. And that information comes from the energy of the cosmos about three months before you're born. Mm -hmm. So when you're in your mother's womb, the energy of the cosmos at that time, the neutrino stream comes in and imprints that energy into your essence in this Mm -hmm. human existence. And so you have both of these sides, right? Your design and your personality, the red and the black things in your channels and gates. And both of those together make your entire energetic body. Mm -hmm. Um, And each one of the planets, the different ways that the planets illuminate your gates and channels, each one of those planets is kind of a teacher in our lives and is teaching us a different thing and has a different... Um, impact on your energy. And so your your sun sign um, on the personality side is that first one. And then on the design side, the first one also. Both of those are your sun gates, your hero gates. And those are qualities that in this lifetime, you are really, really here to bring those qualities out into the world. Mm-hmm. It's your sacred mission to just be you. And being you is letting yourself be these qualities into the world. Mm -hmm. And so really human design is the science of differentiation. It's how I am supposed to bring these things to the world. And Shana is supposed to bring these things into the world. And together, when we each focus on truly being our best self and bringing what we do into the world, 
with ease and with grace and with love, we kind of each complete this, this full spectrum of all of humanity. And that's how we work together. That's how we evolve forward. Um, and so it's really important, this work, the real like core of this work is knowing that you're here to be exactly what you are. And your soul chose this thing for you to be for a reason. And so it's really all about being able to accept yourself and know that exactly what you are is enough and getting really clear on what I am and what I'm not and what I can let go of and what's been conditioning. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really the core of human design. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you guys, if you have any questions, please reach out to us um, at Dayluna on Instagram, DM us. Um, and by the way, we've been getting so many DMs. So if we haven't gotten back to you, we're just a little backlogged. <laughs> Things have been really crazy. So we will get back to you. I promise. Sorry if we're delayed. And also if you've emailed us and we haven't gotten back to you, we're working on it. We're catching up with those emails, but, um, but we do love hearing from you guys and we do want to keep having these conversations. So please, if you have any questions, reach out at Dayluna or hello at daylunalife.com. Um, and you can find out more information on our website, which is daylunalife.com. Um, and there you can learn more about human design. We have some free tools on there for deconditioning or for your not self themes for your centers that are open and, um, and yeah, we're just constantly putting out more and more content. So if you want to buy your own booklet where everything is personalized in there and has all of your information, all in one tangible thing for you to go through, that's on there as well. You can also get a digital version of that. And of course you can find our boxes on there that have items that help support you as well as your booklet. So, um, reach out to us, let us know what you think, and we'll answer more questions on our next podcast. And thanks so much for being here.